it's time for your favorite podcast. No, the other one. <laughs> no, the one other than that. Your favorite podcast that doesn't have ads. The fourth one. For now. Because nobody list. loves us enough yet. But don't worry. That was too real. I should have like sang that. Yeah. You it's fucked okay, it man. up, man. You fucked it up. Zip Recruiter sponsors everything. At some point they're gonna they're gonna sponsor us. I think so. I think do you they think? Will. I they will. do. They Zip will. Recruiter, Squarespace, Lagunitas for a while actually. Well, you're plugging all these people. La Carnita? La Carnita. You're plugging all these companies that's not paying us. Don't subscribe hey, man, to anything. We're just of these letting people. you know. Just remember Blue Apron is basically we DLC. Together. <laughs> Blue Apron is DLC. <laughs> that's good. Come at me, bro. Convince me otherwise. Well, well, if you all didn't catch the reference that I was just doing, it was a reference to the great movie, The Big Lebowski. Well, that's just your opinion, bro. That's just your opinion, man. You're not wrong. You're just an asshole. And other great sayings from the great movie, The Big Lebowski, presented by Shane. And I'm also here with the bad <laughs> ape, Daniel. <laughs> or just Dan, if you're into the whole brevity thing. <laughs> I feel... <laughs> His royal dandness. God, I freaking love the Big Lebowski. I have as many letters in my name as I have inches on my penis. <laughs> you just said that on the internet forever. Are yeah, we Daniel, talking Dan, seven. Daniel, Daniel Ortega Rondo, or Daniel, Daniel Ortega? Jesus Ortega Rando. You're stretching that out to a degree that I think might be painful and potentially not advisable from a medical standpoint. Yeah, I just don't think That's you should stretch said. it. Don't. Okay, well, and we're here with Paul as well. <laughs> oh, hey. Paul's here. Indiana Jones said. Today, Shane, I could try what to convince somebody that Friday you can get <laughs> milk from reptiles. What? Today, Shane and I tried to Shane and I tried to convince somebody that you can get milk from reptiles. I think you could you if you tried milk hard a, enough. You can't milk a gecko. You can't. Well, I said that kind of milk a gecko. Mickle. So that's like a, Leche de gecko? That's no? that's a specifically that's a specific trait of like mammals is that like mammals produce milk, whereas non mammals do not. Do you? You can get milk, milk from them. You just got to give well, them the I'm money male, to go so to the store. I can't. So we were talking about iguana milk. But, that was a but blast. humans aren't mammals, and we produce milk. We are mammals. Mm. Debatable. <laughs> uh, I mean, you'd be wrong, but I guess you could debate. I mean, in Trump's America, we can debate. We can debate anything. Oh my god! But no. in Trudeau's Canada, we can't. Do you think aliens produce milk? I mean, do you think that aliens we've seen Star produce... Wars? Do you think the aliens? Why <laughs> <laughs> oh got you so upset there? Like <laughs> alien <laughs> milk. I had a thought and I just lost my train of thought. Is it does Jabba the Hutt just produce like you milk? Lost your ability to produce milk? No, I I could still <laughs> produce milk, Paul, at a, at a high rate. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I'm intolerant to that. Because <laughs> you're lactose intolerant. Yeah. Perfect. Well, yeah. well, now we've done our biggest weakness episode. <laughs> I oh. can't stop milking <laughs> bullets. My only weakness. You guys are gonna find this crazy, but, but this I is, would. This I is have actually so not much to edit already. Oh my god. <laughs> I would like to argue the fact that you can also milk a nut, and nuts aren't mammals. So we also ended up talking about this today. The whole dairy industry is like going ape shit over, nut like milk? trying to get. The Canadian nut milks to be like reclassified as nut beverages or nut juice. <laughs> because right now, like, they, I've, I think ultimately enough of those marketing conglomerates have come together and now believe that, like, it's because all these people think they're drinking milk. They're not going to they're gonna stop drinking, like, cow milk. I'm going to take one out of your book and say, 
That's a nutty idea. Honestly, I think they're going nuts. Uh, but did you see the uh, food? These guys recommend- are busting a nut. Oh my god! The food recommendation, Health Canada, re- took dairy out of their recommended uh, whatever the. I understand. Food As somebody thing that is. gets like like offensive amounts of diarrhea every time <laughs> I consume any kind of milk. Another thing said on the internet forever. People know. That's not a secret. <laughs> I don't think that I've said it's not a secret. Not Honestly, it's like it's like Ortega's Zorro mark. You go into a bathroom and you see it like a toilet that's been destroyed. It's I like, do. Ah, he's been here. I spray an O. I can imagine moving, moving your butt in a circle. It's hard. Woo. Slow motion for me. Slow. Anyways, let's move on to our topic for How the week. How do you keep it from going on your shoes? My shit? Yeah. He uses I, his uh, his certified... I, I, uh, I wear dark sneakers. <laughs> I, thought you were, I thought you would use your certified cage catcher uh, technique of squatting. Uh, for long periods of time with your butt out. Can you over. call me a cage catcher? Yeah, you're a cage catcher. You're a batting cage catcher. It's not a batting cage catcher, dude. You don't need a catcher in the batting cages. Uh, bull cage, bull ca- pen, pen catcher. So, <laughs> pen back catcher. What if you knock down all the pins though? Well, then strike. Back to Big Lebowski. Boom. Mark it a zero. You crossed so, the line. So Shane, what was our topic again today? So our topic was movies. That really got you interested in a genre of movies that you weren't interested in before that movie, but that movie made you interested in them. I'm re- I'm I'm ready to take kick it off. Start. You want me? You want me to kick this off? Yeah, kick it off. Are you sure you want me to kick this off? Kick it off. I'm gonna kick this off. Kick it. Hey, Doctor No. Doctor No. James Bond. Yeah, man. That mm. was like the first James Bond movie I saw. And it got me super interested in spy movies and just generally like action adventure movies with like jet setting characters. I love Doc. Like I love Doctor No. I don't think I've ever seen it. Really? Oh, dude, I will watch it with you. Doctor No is so good. I mean, there's some parts of it that have aged out. Like it's a very old movie, and there's some parts yeah. in there that are very not great. <laughs> they're 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 yellow face casual racism that sort of thing. Yeah. But otherwise, oh, and obvious like incredible sexism um but otherwise like those old sean connery james bond movies like hold a very special place in my heart because those i just love those movies i love that portrayal of just like this jet-setting spy going around and you know i think one of the things that you don't like always take a fact of is like james bond is not particularly like adept of a spy he really just kind of falls into shit yeah i mean i've fallen into some shit but i'm still not a spy yeah, but he's like he's getting through every fight by like the hair like by the hair of his head. And like gadgets. He heavily relies on gadgets. Gadgets, sometimes accidentally pushing somebody into something else, uh like a, a weird happenstance, like he he doesn't fight fair, like everything he's like he's always just like one bad one bad move away from just like resorting to a nut shot. But yeah, like those, like those movies really got me into like Doctor No really got me into like spy movies and James Bond, and I guess in a way that also got me into Indiana Jones too. What's your favorite spy movie? My favorite spy movie, um, it's gonna be from Russia with Love. So Doctor No got you into the genre, but from Russia with Love is your favorite spy movie. Oh yeah, it's like it's my favorite like it's my favorite James Bond movie. Well, James Bond movies are my favorite spy movies, but and that's your favorite of. That's the my James, favorite of, James Bond movies. Of like the, I mean, 
I guess Skyfall also holds a really like. I still haven't seen that, dude. I need to watch. I've Doctor never no seen with Skyfall. You, and I need to watch Skyfall with you. Skyfall is frigging great. I've heard, but Quantum uh, of Solace kind of soured me to the Daniel Craig ones, but oh, Quantum of Solace is not an indication of the quality of any of the other ones. Quantum Casino Royale is amazing. Which so one's Skyfall again? Skyfall is the one where uh, he falls from the sky. Not to spake it, not to like spoil anything, but like Skyfall is the one where he fakes his death. It's not the one in Scotland, is it? That one is in, ends in Scotland. Yeah, when he has like the gun and the dog. Yeah, where he home alones. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's cool. He home alones hard. Yeah, but like from Russia with Love is definitely my favorite because from Russia with Love like picks up right after like Doctor No, and the whole thing is like this really contrived plot to just get. James Bond, like, hanging out in Istanbul and then on a train trapped with a guy trying to kill him. It's fantastic. And it ends in Venice. Oh, I've never been to Venice. I wanted to go to Venice, but we didn't end up going to Venice. But one day we'll end up in Venice. You know? Yeah. That's cool. I mean... Venice is great. I think I started with James Bond series only recently. So Shay had introduced me to some James Bond movies, but I have seen none of the originals. But my, like... For me, it was watching like the, I would say like The Protector, which is a Tony Jaw movie. Yeah. It really got me into watching martial arts movies. Wait, that's the one, uh, that, that's the one where he's going after, give me back my elephant. Yeah, he's looking for his elephant. Man, I love that movie. Yeah. There's the scene where he's in the garage. There's the one where he's going up the stairwell, breaking all the guy's that, arms. That's, that's like one the, shot. That's like the final act. That's like the, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. It's the climax, as they would say in the business. Yeah. What's your favorite genre of movie? To who? Paul. To both me? My favorite genre of movie? Hmm. I guess it would probably be like jet setting action adventure. Probably spy movies. Okay. Did you watch The Man from Uncle? No, I kept looking was at that. Was that with Henry Cavill? See, I'm interested in that, but I couldn't tell whether it was like serious or whether it it's, was just sort good. of like a comedy. Yeah, I think you'd like it. That's on Crave, no? I don't know. I think it's on Crave. I'm, I'm going to check it out. You'd have to double check. I think it is on Crave, actually. You're right. Yeah. But uh, sure it, is. it is good. I, I do recommend giving it a look-see. I may give that a shot tonight if, like, depending on how late we end up recording, I may give that a shot tonight or rewatch Indiana Jones. What is your opinion on Mission Impossible? I enjoy the Mission Impossible movies. The last one is amazing. Yeah, well, I mean, especially, like, these last three ones that yeah. they've redone. Like, they've just they've gotten done. better and better and better. It seems like it just seems like since Mission Impossible 4, I think it was. Yeah. The first Mission Impossible movie, like the first original one is definitely a lot more like those more conventional spy movies. Yeah. And the other two, like Mission Impossible 2 and Mission Impossible 3 are just American action films, like very loosely related to plot, very little espionage involved and mostly just like climbing on mountains and, you know, the shit exploding. But like. The last three that just came out are like very much right in the wheelhouse of like, this is the shit I love. Like, yeah. we're going to exotic locales. We are like sneaking into places. Uh, and we are also being handsome as hell during the entire process. Yeah, Henry Cavall's mustache in that movie is unbelievable. Metna, what's his name? The guy who was in Better Lost. Better be fucking worth it. He plays Sawyer? Yeah. He was Josh in Josh Holloway. Yeah, Josh Holloway. That guy should play Indiana Jones in a new in, in a new Indiana Jones movie. But he was he has in, the right demeanor for it for sure. Right? Yeah. He's got that kind of like douchebag, dickish douche, yeah. swa- douche. But like still kind of charming and weirdly likable. Yeah, freckles. <sighs> Wish you call me freckles. Oh God. <laughs> oh my God. I don't have freckles. Um, <laughs> it'd be weird. 
But he freckles. Was, he I don't have in, any. He was in Mission Impossible Four as well. He was. Uh, he was pretty good in that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and like, okay. So what's your so you said uh, the protector got you into like Hong Kong or not? Well, I guess that movie's not necessarily Hong Kong. That's, that's a tie. Yeah, tie. But yeah. like martial arts in general, it really made me explore the genre. Did you watch all the John Woo movies, or have you seen all the John Woo movies? I've seen a lot of them. I haven't seen all of them. No. Have you seen Hard Boiled? No. It's fucking Hard great. Boiled is it's really amazing. Amazing. I heard it's great. I played the game. Yeah, the John Woo Strang- Stranglehold. Stranglehold. Yeah, Stranglehold. Strang- yeah, Strang- I played Stranglehold, Stranglehold as well. Hard Boiled came with that. If yeah. you bought it for PS3. Yeah. I had it for Xbox. I think I also had it on HD Xbox. DVD for life. <laughs> um, I definitely had that on Xbox. But uh, yeah, and then like I started going back and watching kung fu movies and stuff like that, and I really have like a deep love for kung fu movies, uh, and like kung fu parody movies and things of that sort. So that got me into that genre. I wouldn't say that it's my favorite genre, though. To answer your other question, Daniel, my favorite genre is comedy comedy eh it's gotta be okay what was the comedy movie that and that's that's hard to say monty python quest for the holy grail okay that's a <laughs> i didn't even finish my that's pretty question good. yet that's what introduced me to like that's exactly what i was gonna ask. intelligent <laughs> the, comedy the like scene with the knight yeah everything the knights who say knee or <laughs> yeah. the 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 black knight who gets the his black knight yeah. yeah i'll bite your bloody shins off yeah it's great it's hilarious we are the knights who say knee. no that introduced me to like intelligent comedy like comedy that isn't like Dumb and Dumber, which yeah. I love Dumb and Dumber. Like, don't get me wrong. I but love it. But the thoughtful stuff, the yeah. nuanced stuff. And that's why I love Big Lebowski. I find Big Lebowski is, the whole movie's so built on that. And like all the way up until like the nice guys with uh, yeah. Russell Crowe and uh, Ryan Gosling. The nice guys is so I funny. I think it's so funny. That movie's amazing. Right? I love that yeah. movie. We all watched that together. Yeah. Oh my God. That I was... There were so many parts of that movie where I just burst out I laughing. I watched it again like three days ago. It, it's really good. It holds good. up. That's, that's a, so good. Yeah. That's like, because it's in, like you said, like with Monty Python, that's intelligent comedy. It's the sort of thing that like, the more you watch the situation, the more you watch it, the funnier the situations get. Like, because yeah. the more you think about it, the more you're just like, Yoo-hoo. And, and Ryan Gosling has the best screams oh in that God. movie. Yeah, yeah. He just, he shrieks. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> He's like, goes, he goes so ham on some of them. Like, he's getting yeah. his It's great. What a babe. Yeah. Oh, it's such a good movie. Yeah, it's great. Great movie. Uh, if you haven't seen it, watch it. But yeah, Monty Python did it for me. I was at summer camp, YMCA basketball camp, believe it or not. And uh, this kid was like, You were in a basketball camp? <laughs> yeah, I told you. I lived a very interesting childhood. I played every sport growing up. We just need to do whole episodes about like, yeah. different life experiences where we just grill you about them. Yeah, don't do that. Like today um, on the Monday special, basketball camp. Yes. Uh, and it was... So anyways, at the basketball camp, there was a kid there who I got along with. And he was like, hey, my dad showed me this movie that I thought was funny. It's called Monty Python Quest for the Holy Grail. And at that time, I wrote it on a piece of paper and then went to the library to try and see if I could get it. And I got it from the library and watched it. What a resourceful kid. Yeah, I was really young, though, so I didn't really understand it, but I loved it because this kid told me it was good. And then I continued to watch it growing up. Like, as as I grow up, I keep watching it and getting more and more and more and more and more from it. Yeah. And it's really what, what does it for me. Like, I love Coen Brothers movies because I find that a lot of them are like that. Um, so, you know, like Raising uh, Arizona. And Great movie. Fargo. Mm-hmm. And I even liked Hail Caesar. I know a lot of I people like didn't Hail like Caesar. it, but I, I like it. I haven't seen it. 
That's with the with the George Clooney, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's on Netflix right now. Yeah, so. I know it's on Netflix. Yeah. I gotta watch it. Yeah. It's pretty good. I like it. <laughs> it's it's funny. Yeah, I think the Ballad of Buster Scruggs was all right. Or Scruggs, Buster Scruggs, Scruggs, Scruggs. The Netflix. Buster yeah, yeah, that's uh, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. 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 Scrubs. I like that TV show. Scrubs. It's the one on the front with James Franco, no guys. Scrubs and the guy that can't get no love from me. Hanging in the passenger side of his best friend's right. Trying to holler at me. Yeah, it's Scrubs. Uh, <laughs> Daniel, what what was your movie? I'm trying to think. So I feel like, like I'm going to twofold. Sci- sci-fi is definitely my favorite genre. But uh, horror. Prometheus. No, Blade Runner. I, told you, I, I don't know if I told the story before, but Blade Runner was uh, like I didn't. I, I remember seeing it. As a kid, in the scene where uh, Tyrell's eyes get popped out of his head, freaked me out, and so I never, like, I never wanted to watch well, you, that movie again. You got again. pretty far then, though. Yeah, sorry. You got pretty far then, though. Well, now that I'm older, I just don't get grossed out by that scene as much as I did when yeah, I was a kid. You've seen people get their eyes popped terrifying. out. Yeah, it happens all the time. I did it to a guy once. <laughs> what? Jesus. That's, this, it happened that's in another Game of podcast. Uh, as the uh, as uh, the uh, attorney in chief of the slice, Tio, I'd like to say that this does not connote a confession. My client, Shane McLaughlin, is simply saying for artistic merit that he has poked someone's eyes out. There's a lot of movies that you guys <laughs> mentioned that are like 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 great genre defying movies. I actually think it's the opposite. A lot of like shitty sci-fi movies are what actually interest me to begin with, just because of the aesthetic of them. So I think about like my aunt when I was younger. Um, was a big Alien fan, but she liked the shitty Alien movies, so like Anthology and like Aliens Three, and they're not good. They're easily the worst movies out of that franchise. But they intrigued me to watch the first Alien movie, which to me is I think what got me very interested in in uh in sci-fi as a genre. And then as I got older, movies like uh, Children of Men was probably I'd say Children of Men might be the biggest where like I watched it and I was like I need to I need to now find more films that um that that have this kind of aesthetic or like, or, or, or dystopian or like, or post-apocalyptic kind of uh, like environments. And I'd say that that's, I don't know, man. Like I, I think about it now and like even the Clive Owen, like I, he hasn't been in something great in a very, very long time. And I still seek out Clive Owen movies because of the fact that children of men resonated with me so much. So I think mm-hmm. that that's probably, if I had to point to one movie in particular, children of men, I think definitely opened up the, the doors of, of sci-fi for me. But then since then, yeah, Alien, Blade Runner, Prometheus, uh, Prometheus, not Prometheus, <laughs> District Nine, I think is amazing. And I think it's an underrated sci-fi movie. I can't movie. stand District Kit Nine. Fish. I love that movie. I think it's amazing. Fucking kit food. I just, I, I, fucking did, prawns. I hate that guy's accent fucking so much. Prawns. He's so like. Attack the Block, I think is another movie yes, too. And I'm very great excited. Movie. I love Attack the Block. Yeah, but that's yeah, like that's a different, great. that's a whole different genre. That's like sci-fi comedy. That's yeah, like, it's like somewhere in between. So I like, I love, there's two things that I love about sci-fi. Sci- straight sci-fi to me isn't always engaging. And that's why movies like Prometheus and, Co- and Alien Covenant and stuff like that, they're, they're too self-serious. I like, like Guardians of the Galaxy was a great movie to me because it, it was witty and it was funny, but it was a sci-fi. It was very clearly a sci-fi movie. Um, is that still sci-fi or is that going to science fiction fantasy? What's the I, I I look at fantasy as if it's just sci-fi in the past. Like that's what it is to me. Hmm. All right, no. I don't hmm. know. I don't really hmm. know how else hmm. to kind of describe hmm. it. Um and then I I mean one last shout out for me is uh a teacher, one of my favorite teachers. Well, I'd say my favorite teacher, uh from high school. His name was Mr. Bridell, passed away. Rest in peace, Mr. Bridell. Um he, Mr. Bridell. He used to play a lot of movies in our in our AP World Religions class. 
as metaphors for other things. So like we watched the entire Star Wars That's so smart trilogy to talk about like like basically how Jesus died for our sins. <laughs> like like basically like fascist Germany and stuff like that. Like just comparing I don't know. It was just very More strange. More teachers Anyways, should do teacher. that stuff. Like in grade 10, my grade 10 English teacher let me write a essay doing a compare, like a comparison between Star Wars Revenge of the Sith and Macbeth. Okay. For extra credit, it was great. Okay. All right. Yeah. More okay. teachers should do that thing where they like basically use movies and, re- and like pop recycle. culture to yeah. inspire you. Yeah, I agree. Hundred percent. He he just had a way you of see, like guys. Ash is Jesus in this Pokemon movie. Oh my god! He would have like Monty Python as a movie that he used to play, and the Holy Grail. He used to play that all the time, even if it was didn't have anything that he wanted to prove a point on. He would just play scenes from it. And it was it was really funny. Um, and then other movies that I think of, like we watched Rome. It's not a movie, but we watched Rome in that class. The show, we covered yeah. Roman history a lot. He was like really really passionate about Roman history. So a lot of my love for sci-fi actually came through him telling me about things to like watch so like when children of men came out he was one of the first people that was like you need to watch this movie and so i ended up watching the movie so um i think that that I've was a big part of it, it as well you i you need it's to watch so that good. movie yeah, i don't think i've ever seen it's it. also do you really know who directed depressing. it and alfonso Cuarón. Yeah, alfonso. i just so good i just looked it up it's so good to see if i'd seen it i don't think i've seen it it's a long movie and it's like a it's Is a it very, the one with no burn. sound no i mean no no soundtrack it almost has no color it's so bleak Michael Caine's in it. It's, ve- you must it's very, uh, <laughs> it's very Clockwork Orange. Like it's very, very bleak. It's very. Never seen Clockwork Orange. You need to watch that as well, man. Everything's orange. Well, I you know I just haven't seen it. It's super good. Um, I would highly recommend it. One of my top movies of all time. And then that's it. I think comedy, like stupid movies like Talladega Nights and stuff like that. Oh, you're like the yeah. The, I like dumb comedy. Super big. bad. Shake knocked up. Yeah. That's the Apatow era. I the love Apatow era up. was big to me. Well, Apatow directs. Forgetting Sarah Marshall is like my. <laughs> yeah. It's great. That's my and top. now I have I the freshest it. cereal. <laughs> you sound like your there's that that scene, There's <laughs> a scene where, where uh, Mila Kunis calls him and he's in room. He's like, there's a woman crying on, uh, <laughs> on a level up. So he's like, it must be upstairs. She's like, you're in the top suite. And then it just cuts to her at the front desk and he's just on the floor crying even louder. No, it's then it's just good... like, yeah, I'll, I'll try to keep he's it like, down. Ah! And then yeah. it just continues. Yeah, it's really, oh God, that I'll movie's so good. God, he's so good. I'll try to keep it down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, those are probably my two favorite genres, I'd say. Sci-fi and, and comedy. And I think uh, the Judd Apatow era undergrads and all those kind of projects are what got me into it. Yeah. I think I'm probably like spy movies, Not undergrad, dramas. sorry. Uh, undeclared. Comedies. I said undergrads. Undergrads was a good show. Great show. Unrelated. How would you guys like classify old boy? Is old boy like a horror? Oh or my like god. It's movie? no, it's a thriller mind fuck. Right? The, the Korean one? Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen the American uh, remake. No. I it's fucking not good. Love, Don't watch it. I freaking love that movie, but I, I kinda wanna watch more movies like that. Yeah. Korean, watched, any Korean horror movies like that. I watched The Villainess last year. Did you watch uh, Last Train to Busan? Yeah, Train to Busan. That yeah. one is I've I've seen that one. That one's crazy. That was pretty good too. Yeah. Oh. Everyone. Uh, yeah. Every Korean horror movie is like that. It's it's terrible. Like well, I want, not I terrible. Want, they're great, but like terrible I just to watch. I still want to watch like more Asian cinema like that because I find like they're they like they take like normal story conventions and you're just like I know what's gonna happen here and they're like no you fucking don't. <laughs> yeah. No. no <laughs> it's you in don't. the kimchi. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff though. 
you know. And uh, you know, that's uh, that's our gateway movies. Anything else on the movie front uh, that you wanna talk about? When are we all gonna watch? Is there Roman? a genre? Okay, well, I'm gonna flip the question as I as I like to do after we've discussed quite a bit. Flip it. Is there a genre that you saw a movie from that really really off put you from watching that genre again? Oh yes. What foreign films? There was a, when I was really little, um, like we're talking like six years old. My aunt took me to go see, took me and my brothers to go see a screening of a Polish film, roughly translated to, roughly translated to, with fire and sword. The movie was like three frigging hours long. The screening was an ungodly time of night. Um, everyone was dressed up like, because it was like a big thing in the Polish community, of which I still have zero involvement. <laughs> Everyone was dressed like really fancy and uncomfortable clothing, and we had to like go to I think it was it was wasn't called the Sony Center at the time. What was the Sony Center used to be called here? The uh, Sony Center for it, performing arts. They no, used to have a that. different name before that. Oh, they used to know. have a different name. Well, it was over there, and so all I remember is just being trapped in a movie theater, not being able to understand like anything that was being said on screen because I was six years old and my like Polish wasn't that great at that time. And I was just trapped, desperately needing needing to go to the bathroom in uncomfortable seats, wishing I would fall asleep. And for the longest time, it would be the sort of thing where I'm like, I'm not going to watch a movie where English is not the language. And now I love movies where English is not the language. Yeah, I kind of had the same sort of deal, but it was watching Il Postino in high school, which is the story of an Italian mailman who delivers love letters to a woman and falls in love with her, I believe. That sounds really nice. And he looks exactly like my friend. So we call him Il Postino. That's really cute. Yeah, but uh, yeah, turn me off of those. And then uh, yeah, sometimes you know, I watch You them. know which movie was the one that like actually brought me back though? Which? Um, that, that World War... Oh, crap, I totally... I just had the title in my name. It's that World War II one. I think <laughs> It's a Wonderful Life. I wonder, it's a Wonderful Life? Yeah, the one where there's an Italian guy who goes... He It's like taken into a concentration camp with his son... I think it's called It's a Wonderful Life. No idea. Isn't that the uh, Christmas movie? Yeah, it's a Christmas no, movie. No, that's not that one then. Then it's not a Wonderful Life. It's not. It's a Wonderful Life. I'm going to find out. It's probably It's a Terrible Life. Schindler's List? No. Schindler's List is in English. <laughs> Qui-Gon Jinn's in it. Is it The Pianist? The... No, it's not that one. El Pianisto? El Pianisto? I'm going to look this up live on the air. Yeah. Um, Daniel, how about you? Oh, life is beautiful. I don't like westerns. I think you're right. And no. I'm, I'm going to pull out the opposite Yeah, here. you're right. Life is beautiful. A gentle Jewish-Italian waiter, Guido Orifice, meets Dora, a preschool teacher, and wins her over with his charm and humor. Eventually, they marry and have a son, his Josie. Their happiness is abruptly halted because World War II. Nice. Sounds great. It was really good. Westerns for me, and I know this isn't a true Western, but uh, um, what's that? What's the Coen Brothers movie with? Um, oh, uh, True Grit. I wasn't a fan of True Grit. Yeah, by I like True Grit. There I was like another Coen. There was another Coen Brothers movie that was a uh, hmm. Jeff Bridges. Maybe it, it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't a Coen Brothers movie. No, who, Jeff Bridges. Who, is who directed the No Country for Old Men? Oh shoot! Uh, I totally forgot. But No Country for Old Men is so good. Is that the movie that turned you off of it? I I liked the movie, but it didn't make me interested in like in in. It is the Coen Brothers. 
No Country for Old Men? Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought so. Um, wow. Thanos is in that. Yeah, Josh Brolin's in that. Great movie. That's not a Western at all, though, so what am I thinking? Yeah, it, is, it definitely it is, is no, not it, a... It's classified as a drama mystery. But it's like a modern Western, no? It's like, no. It's like influenced doesn't, by Westerns doesn't more it follow, so. But it follows all the, like, it outside just, of a modern it, take. I think it just takes place in the Midwest. But, uh, like, I've... I realize I need sure, to watch like, No Country for Old Men again. I'm pretty sure, like, No Country for Old Men follows the entire, like, arc and everything. No, but it, it, like very, it very much has, like, the, the it, West... It's influenced by Westerns. Like, there's a sheriff who's Tommy Lee Jones, and, like... Yeah. There's, there's that aesthetic of being a Western, but it's in modern day. It's not like... It's, it's considered it's, a cat and mouse thriller. A modern Western. Uh, it follows a yeah. Texas welder and Vietnam War veteran in the desert landscape of 1980 West Texas. Man, No Country for Old Men. So, like, Javier Bardem is such a good villain in that. Yeah. With his little, like, The thing gun. that they used to kill cows. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so that that turned you off of, like, Western-style movies, Daniel? It didn't turn me off. I had an appreciation for it, but it was because it was it, it didn't fit the bill of what other Western movies. Like, I, I know that my uncle... Um, Were you looking for, like, a spaghetti Western? Yeah, like old school, like like black and white westerns were like I don't know. It just it, it didn't it just never appealed to me as a genre. But there's movies like No Country for Old Men that like made me hopeful that I would enjoy it. But I just haven't. It's just not a, a genre that I go out and, and 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 like seek out. If somebody told me there was a great western that came yeah. out, I wouldn't go and the Wild West seek doesn't it necessarily out. speak to me either. To be honest, no. I mean, I but do. I know that people I, love I, it. I enjoy them. Do you? I do. Yeah, because I grew up. My dad w- watched a lot of John Wayne movies. That's what oh. I mean, like John Wayne movies and stuff like that. They just never, I they were them. always on in the house, but they just never appealed to me very much. Hello, Pilgrim. Have you ever seen The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly? I watched most of it. I didn't no. get through it. Haven't watched it. Never seen it. That's like the go-to yeah. Western movie. Though, Western, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's like the, the genre-defying one. Yeah, you should start back with that. I mean, True Grit was great. I thought it was a good movie. Godless is good on Netflix, um, which is There's another a couple Western. to get into then. Yeah, it's it's... Give it another chance, especially if you enjoyed Red Dead. You think that Tarantino one counts? I did Hateful Eight? Hateful Eight is a Western, 100%. Yeah? Yeah. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed I, that. I understand people have problems with it, but I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I think that you can have good movies in a genre that doesn't necessarily want you to seek out more from the genre itself, right? So mm-hmm. movies like Hateful Eight, movies like No Country for Old Men, even the aesthetic of a game like Red Dead Redemption which is awesome, but just wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, that era doesn't interest me enough where I'd want to go and seek out and watch a bunch of movies that are based around that. That's my biggest problem with Red Dead is I think that that doesn't, game, like you live out. the West seem terrible? Yeah, that's why, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't seem fun. Like nobody right? had fun in the Old West. Oh, they did. It doesn't seem like they did. You haven't watched the right Westerns. Clearly I haven't. There's nothing like I a crack shot, cool. man. Yeah, but there's also nothing like shitting out in the field. You're not shitting. In I do that now, and it's not. I have no western. It's not great, right? No, it's not great. It's worse than a western. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's uh, that's our Friday. That's our Friday special. Thanks for joining us again. Check us out on social media at the Slice To Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Tell us what your favorite genre movies are that got you into. The genre that you enjoy a lot now. Don't, don't say porn, guys. <laughs> don't yeah, say. Your... I know you're listening there. I no, know you're thinking. I know we're not getting funny. into it. I'll tweet porn at them. bonus episode. Don't tweet porn no. at us. Sunday special. No. Sunday sermon. No. I. You're still thinking about it. Don't do it. 
I know which Don't one it is. It. Okay. Stop. Goodbye, that. pilgrims. Goodbye, pilgrims. It's I'm been serious. a slice. It's been a slice, pilgrims. I'll slice you up. Yeehaw.